Hello guys, welcome back to our fourth episode of Cutting Deals. In today's episode, we have Leo Rico Suave with his new hairdo. Ah, hola. And we have Lance with no braids. Yes, sir. Just Lance. <laughs> mm-hmm. And for today's episode, our special guest is Kaylin, uh, co-founder of Ink Temple. And yeah, tell us about yourself, Kaylin. What's up? Um, so my name is Kaylin. I work at Ink Temple Tattoo Studio out in Hamilton. I'm also a part owner for the studio as- itself. Um, pretty much I tattoo out of Hamilton. Um, and what we're talking about today uh, is going back into boxing and also some other stuff with it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, when did you start doing tats? I started actually tattooing. So I stopped competing um, a year and a half ago because I, I took an injury. Actually, I took a kidney mm-hmm. injury. And then... Injury from what? It was weird. Uh, suddenly, I was training for this scouting program for Ontario. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, my kidney started flaring up. And then my body actually blew up into like a uh, balloon. Like my body got stuck with water. Damn. So, yeah, but we showed me pictures yeah. of him when he was in the hospital. That shit was crazy. Yeah, like, we, yo, we gotta, I got to put photos of like how big I was. Like yeah. it was it was, not, it was like you. How long didn't I see you for? Because Three months. I didn't get like a haircut for three months. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, yo, I was super worried. I was like, yo, where'd Kalen been? And then he's like, yo, I've been at the hospital. And he showed me. I was like, holy, yo, that looks That's crazy. crazy. But yeah. how long have you been uh, a boxer for? Like been training? So I was so I was like actively competing for like when I was sixteen up until twenty years old, and then yeah, from that time because COVID happened, it kind of took away that whole year of co- competitions because they closed it down. Um, but yeah, no, I started tattooing right after I stopped competing, um, and then we went from there. What were you doing before uh, being a tattoo artist? So I was like, it was weird because I was like that one kid in high school where. So I was actually in the enhanced program and I was actually qualified for it. So I wasn't like dumb or anything, mm. but I just what wasn't interested. What is the enhanced program? Sorry, man. I guess I'm on the dumb side. <laughs> <laughs> I guess for the smart What does that mean? Is that like the IB program? Yeah, or? So y'all remember like how they had EQAO or like CCAT? So yeah. if you had like a certain outstanding grade, they would kind of, they wanted to test you and they put you in like, it's a higher level than academics. So it's oh. rather than like, they pretty much like separating you from like average kids to like, you know, smart so it's yeah. invitational only. Yeah, fam. but yeah. Luigi, Luigi failed his uh, EQAO English test. Oh man, that's <laughs> when I broke my hand. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, so I, funny, man. <laughs> I, broke my I broke my hand. I was like, man, I don't want to study for this stuff. And then, yeah, like I just failed it. And like, uh, so even like when I was in high school, like my uh, my vice principal said that if I pass my EQAO, I get like a, a two hundred dollars or a three hundred dollars like lunch card. Oh, because really? he thought that I was 100% gonna fail <laughs> no man I was so mad he told me and I remember he used to drive remember he used to drive the purple Corvette yeah yeah I had a Corvette and he said yo I, I'll let you drive the Corvette if you pass I was like wow this man really thinks I'm stupid <laughs> you know and then I passed bro and I was like yo where's everything at and he never he never pulled through I still remember that it's Mr. Pacconi if you're watching this <laughs> you still you still owe me your Corvette man I still gotta <laughs> ride that <laughs> That's crazy. So tell tell us uh, more about like the tattoo industry and you know how it's different from like obviously yeah. like you wanted to be like a professional boxer, right? Yeah, I, honest to God, like at one point because that was all I felt like I had. Mm-hmm. Um, literally dedicating my myself to those four years. That was like the only road that I had. Like that was all I was thinking about. Just okay, this is my plan. I'm just gonna go into straight into comp- competing as a boxer and you know leave and then you know go from there until you know covid happened 
and they shut down competition so you know what can you do right yeah so i wasn't i wasn't i was still competing at the amateur level so pros they can still fight right mm. but amateurs they couldn't um so, so did you see a lot of like amateur fighters kind of like changing careers or kind of doing like, yeah what you like did? there was a lot like the pool in canada like especially in ontario a lot of them switched up right mm. but for me like because i was i was still training throughout that whole year mm-hmm. but at that time i was also making that was when i started making real money with i uh, did an e-commerce startup with the team and that kind of it kind of diluted my hunger a bit i'm not gonna lie you know, tell them about what you were selling bro because you were selling some dope yeah stuff, yeah man. so i met these guys so it was actually crazy i met these guys and the the ceo he's like family of a manufacturer back in china and we were selling um the ride-on cars these little ride-on luxury cars that you know little lamborghinis little ferraris Oh, like oh, kids, for like, kids? For like yeah, babies like kids can ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was showing <laughs> me that. I was like, oh, I want yeah. one of these for my nephew. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, and then you know, because of pandemic, if you have an e-commerce uh, company or anything e-commerce during the pandemic, definitely hit hit like higher numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so we everyone's sure. just like shopping around, like yeah. the time. No one else was like working. They were and also they like, just go, like you know, yeah, too much time in our hands, bro. We kind of like you know buy things that we don't even need, bro. Yeah. Bro. What Yo. did we, what did we buy during uh like the whole? Oh, lockdown? we we bought a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, so we yeah. started up a whole new gym at my house. Oh yeah, the treadmill. <laughs> yeah, the treadmill. <laughs> we got so bro, we got fit. That yeah, was the man. most fit. I, I was think running I've ever... ten kilometers a day. I told you, man. Yeah. 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 So what else did we buy? We bought a lot of stuff actually. Me, I, I doubled up on my shoe collection, bro. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bro even though i like you know i don't even need it bro because bro we can't go outside bro but my shoe collection is just piling up you know i was actually very excited about grocery shopping during covid yeah bro. grocery real, shopping bro. was sick yeah. it's yeah. like a whole trip you know yeah and like i remember i would dress up just to go grocery shopping <laughs> Yo, yeah. just because we just because we couldn't go outside i had to wear like my best fits going to walmart yeah 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 it was crazy how like walmart and like Walmart was the only thing open, you know? Yeah. yeah, but do you remember when they took off all the essential stuff? I remember I needed new uh, pillow covers. Oh, oh they, yeah, they yeah. had it, like, away, blocked like, off. Yeah, they yeah, had it took all away, like, the off. non-essential stuff, bro. Yeah, and, yeah. like, I was like, man, like, I could literally just get my pillow covers, but it was all taped off, bro. like a yellow tape. Bro, looking at that, bro, made me so sad, bro, because, bro, Bro, they know me, bro. I go to Walmart in a weekly basis, bro. That's like my <laughs> Sunday yeah, trip, bro. Exactly. You know, I go there just to walk around those like, you know, like things that I don't even need, bro. I just <laughs> grabbed a new um towel. I don't even need one. Yo, didn't they drop the PS5 during the COVID? During the COVID? Um, I uh, think so. Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. That's like, I that's very smart. And they couldn't I swear it was hard for for everyone to get a hold of it. Well, yes, oh, right yeah. now it's super easy to get a hold of like a PS5 right now. Yeah. I feel like no, yeah. I think they're so. But they're selling it at Costco right now. No, Are it's they? easier for sure compared to what it was before. But like, um, it's still sold out, bro. Yeah, it's so. Yeah. But they only sell packages now. Yeah, yeah, like, I, like, like bundles and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's why it's more expensive. It's like it starts at like twelve hundred or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like almost like a resale price. Almost, they're just basically just maximizing the the whole hype around it because now. Everyone kind of caught up with the PS5 wave, and then that's it. Yeah. So yeah, Kaylin. So, how was like um um what made you decide to like um to start up to like uh doing tattoos? Oh yeah. So back to like right after the whole e-commerce, I was riding that with the team for the last two to three years. Um, it was great. Like not gonna lie, it was great. Um, 
but I wanted to be like my own person. And because I stopped competing and I picked up, you know, doing fake skins at home and working on my, like building up my creativity. Cause before sports, I was always an art kid. Um, so when I brought back into that, I realized I wanted to be my own person and kind of just work on that. Took a risk. I wasn't doing it definitely for the money at first. It was just a form of self-expression just cause I stopped competing. So I wasn't like fighting people to like, you know, get that, that relief, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so tattooing would just introduce me into like that whole different aspect and brought back like that what I had in the past. So it just came in full circle as to what I was doing now, right? So um going back into that now it it really does kind of give me that same like self-expression. Uh but yeah, no, the, ever since I've been in it for like the last 11 months, my life has been completely different. Like it's whole Like what kind yeah. of tricks like did you like uh like like how did you like basically like go from like just starting up to like all of a sudden now you're you're tattooing like more people now and stuff like like did you start with like a, a person or did you use like all the fake skin or i started out with a fake skin believe it or not i actually like i th- I felt like i had it harder i actually didn't i only did like three walk-ins from my place every like from my studio like all the clients i've done mm-hmm. have been purely from social media and it was purely through like word of mouth and you know trying to trying to like introduce myself i've never begged people to come into my chair mm-hmm. i've actually just told them like hey i started doing this and then it went from there you know yeah, you tatted all of us up so yeah, 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 yeah. I tat- i'm not gonna lie yo up. i gotta give credit to like all the guys here at top tier because i did sacrifice like, like y'all sacrifice like your skin <laughs> for me to work <laughs> yeah, on yeah like, bro yeah. first tat bro you yeah know? <laughs> yeah lance's uh, first yeah, tattoo is because tattoo, of you bro, that'll yeah, be, yeah. definitely always be special bro yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't even remember who first tatted me but like you know i remember the first person who tatted you yeah, I was like 13 years old, man. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I was yeah. like 13. Leo was getting like, I was uh, getting my rib tattoo done. Yeah, he was getting his rib tattoo. Yeah, and then he looks at me. He's like, "Yo, like, you want one too?" I was like, "Man, like, you know, Mama's gonna kill us." Yeah, but then it I was, was his like, rib tattoo. I was like, "All right, bro, I'll get it done." And then the funniest part was um, when I was getting it done, he was doing the outline. And he finished the outline, no shading or anything. So it's like a bunch of Chinese like letters on mm. on my ribs, right? And then I looked at it and I was like, man, like that looks fire already. And like I was like feeling it. I was like, man, I, I don't know if I can do any more. <laughs> so I was looking at the guy, I was like, yo, I think this is fire. I don't think you need I told him just like stop being a wuss and finish it, man. Yeah. Like, I did like a whole six hour session that day because I did like a a whole Buddha on my ribs. And then uh obviously then after that, and then Luigi Luigi tries to get it and like he just did the outlining and then after the outline was done and then he's just like oh yo this looks fire already bro because I like, didn't want to bro I didn't want to go through that pain anymore man like the ribs is like the worst part in my opinion that hurts like what's the worst bro. client you've ever had the worst when it comes client to tattoos. oh my god no who no I'm just kidding name that person yeah. Yeah. name that person I, I, I just kidding, know that bro. person oh. yeah in terms of like pain or like yeah pain pain yeah, I had this guy. Um, I'm not gonna say who. I actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say. Which, <laughs> oh, I'm, not man, gonna, I know. I'm not gonna say which piece though. Yeah. But yo, this guy, he would start like tweaking at 15, like within 15 minutes. He relied heavily on numbing cream. And this why, like, sometimes I, I won't advocate for it. Mm-hmm. Yo, he comes in, comes in late too. Mm. Every, I think I did six sessions for like a five, six inch tattoo. What? Oh. So how long would that take usually? Yo, the first two sessions were good because his numbing cream was like 
hitting mm-hmm. and then this the he got some bootleg one for the third and fourth mm. it was only like 15 minutes he's like i can't do this i said no fucking way no way man I said, no way yeah what's the longest tattoo sessions you've ever done the longest uh 12 hours mm. Just that's a, like me i've done a 12 yeah. hour session before yeah. Like my whole chest, I, I killed my whole chest. In, yeah. In in one day. I think yeah, I think mine was like back to back days. So I did my left one and then I did my right one. So I think it was like a Monday and Tuesday, you know, with Judy. Mm. So Judy, like she's sick with it, you know, and she works really fast. But yo, that chest yeah. hurts, man. It, like Honest? it's painful. It's so yeah. painful. I don't know what it is. You know the thing is, is like I started to realize. I think and I I, I maybe because I'm just influenced by like these amazing artists who are like their artwork is is crazy i i realize i'm more of a slow worker mm-hmm. so now i get like a lot of my clients to do at least a full day or even like a day and a half mm-hmm. because honestly slower work does always come out a lot better what spot of the body do you think is the worst spot to get a tattoo in <laughs> to be honest all tattoos hurt man. all tattoos hurt yeah. all, all when, tattoos, people, all when people hurt. tell me they're all like yo hurt, like yeah. i know this one person and like they're fully tatted and I'm like, yo, how do you sit through all those tats? And they're like, man, it doesn't hurt. It they tickles. Look yeah. They're like, it tickles. I'm like, it tickles what? I was like, you're crazy. Oh, no, but I'm falling asleep on a lot of my tattoos. So, like, my back tattoos, I don't remember any pain because I was oh, yeah. really young. So, like, the when I was really young, I just blast tattoos like it's nothing. Oh, shit. Because I was so young and I guess my pain tolerance is way higher. Yeah. And, like, I, I'm falling asleep, but there's a timer. So... I have a, a lapu lapu tattoo on my back, right? Oh, really? And that that whole tattoo, I was sleeping, and then before he was finishing, I like I guess like I woke up because my adrenaline just kind of just died off, and I woke up, I started like tweaking when I woke up. I was like, "Whoa, where am oh, I?" Yeah, and, yeah, like yeah. I almost fought my tattoo artist. And stuff. <laughs> did, you, did you feel like? Did you feel like <laughs> no. the? You know, if you fall asleep, sometimes you might f- feel like the pain like all rush in at the same time. Oh no my, way! Even oh, my neck. I remember thing? my neck tattoo? I was like, "Are you done? Like yeah, you're finished yeah. already?" Like. That was crazy. Like it's yeah. the same guy that did my back tattoo. He uh Mont Monto Inc. That's his name. Shout out to that guy. And he has zero tattoos, man. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. zero tattoos. Yeah, you know that's a red flag. Huh? That's a red flag that a lot of artists say. If your artist has like no tattoos, that's a red flag. Man, honestly, this yeah. guy, this guy can draw. He's sick yeah. with yeah, man. doing tats. He, free, but he freehand this whole thing. If you me. ever see this guy, this guy does not look like a tattoo. He honestly looks like he, he looks, looks like, like a, your he looks like your uncle that barbecues chicken wings. <laughs> yeah, like that's how he looks he, like. He's like you he's know, cool, man. He's super cool. Yeah, like yeah he would. I used to. He's in the Philippines. No, no, this is in the. Here. This is here. Like he would go, he would go to my house and tap me up. Yeah, and like, I've not. I have some tattoos that I, I 100% regret. Not because of him. It's just because it was just the heat of the moment. Yeah, like yeah. there's a tattoo in my neck where uh, I just googled like uh, an image, <laughs> and I was like. Yo, like, do this one, you know? Yeah, and then, yeah. then now I regret it the it's, most. It's, it's uh, Sailor Moon. It's, it looks like Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Sailor Moon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. right here. I don't know if you see. see it. Can you see it? Yeah, Yo, it's fam, like. Fam, that looks like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's okay, though. Like, you know, like, I appreciate all yeah. my tattoos. <laughs> what you say, Lauren? Hey, don't be dissing, man. Yo, uh, just let you guys know, Lauren just looks like Slim Shady today. Because <laughs> guy got, got the highest bus- fade. Yeah, it's so high. The biggest bust heaven, ever, you know? <laughs> Yeah, so that guy was super cool. And yeah, like, I think, like, now all tattoos hurt for me now. Like, I can't. Yeah. I can't sit more than, like, five hours for a tattoo. Well, like, with, uh, like, Lance being younger and, like, you know, he got, like, a couple of tats now, like, Mm -hmm. a few tats and stuff. Do you think tattoos hurt? Um, yeah, it does, bro. Because, you know, like, 
my first one, I thought it was just from the start, you know, like, you know, when they started the tattoo and like, I thought it was going to go away, like, you know, the feeling of it. Mm-hmm. But bro, it stayed the whole time. <laughs> you know, I, was, I thought it was just going to go away, but it's right there, you know. I, I mean, think the wiping part hurts the most. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The so, part. yeah, I know, like, that's why I try to make it as, like, painless as much as possible i don't do dry wipes like i don't dry wipe it i'll always do it with like a like a yo have you seen that guy who did the whole chest and when the the artist was like wiping his chest he's like <laughs> oh i saw that yeah yeah, yeah bro. Bro. like you have like your adrenaline is gone bro because yeah. you're literally fighting off the pain right so yeah. your, adre- your adrenaline could only take so much and it's like you're literally having like a a live surgery, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it it's like an open like. wound. Do, yeah. do you remember when I got my whole yeah, stomach, stomach done? Yeah. Oh my god, bro, my whole stomach done. I think for like, it was like a six-hour session or like seven hours. I think the first five hours, like I was okay, you know. And then Leo came in, so for like the last two hours, bro, I thought I cried. Like, it hurt so much that Leo was just like, yo, it's okay. He was holding my hand, I'm pretty sure, at that time. Yeah. So, you so, you know, being a wuss. I was yeah. like, you know what? This is your family name. And I was just like, oh. But yeah. I was shaking like, like that. I think, so, he, the way he did it, though, was crazy. So, like, he didn't outline the whole last name on our stomach. The way he did it was like, so, he did, like, so, per letter. He was, like, he was shading. And, like, oh, yeah, man. that's what he did. So, like, the yeah. way my stomach was done, so they outlined the whole thing first. And then, then they started doing the shit. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, the way his tattoo artist did it is literally, like, so he just did letter by letter by letter by letter. And then, like, he was halfway done when I walked in. And it literally looked like my leg. That's it. My last name is Malek Vito. <laughs> like, oh, man, I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> okay. I'm like, yo, stop being a wuss, man. <laughs> Since um, there's areas, like, you know, in our body that's, really hurts bro like getting tender, tattoos yeah. yeah yeah so like what do you guys think about like numbing creams bro for areas you know that's actually hurts uh my best numbing cream even though you're not supposed to not supposed to do it i drank a lot of alcohol in my big <laughs> tattoos yeah yeah and like that's i know your numbing cream yeah, yeah. i know i know Yo, i've had clients lie to me man yeah like they'll tell me oh i didn't drink the night before but i yeah. can tell when their skin when you touch their skin because right? they just start bleeding right? no they i mean is it you. is it cool to like use numbing cream bro no. oh yeah yeah no nah, but it's cool only i would like, do I'm, it i'm fine with it like i'm fine with it but if it's your first tattoo it's like a rite of passage man like you yeah can't yeah you can't yeah because yeah. when i was 14 but i didn't do no numbing cream no none of that you know mm. like when i was younger like blast me up bro like i have a tattoo here where it's so bad because he was just like a you know like a like a basement tattoo guy i paid him 120 dollars for like almost a half sleeve that's crazy because i was young bro i had no money i just wanted to get tattoos oh man you know what i mean but like i i i still appreciate it because it brings me back to times yeah yeah. that uh you know that i was like oh, i couldn't afford afford good tattoos Mm -hmm. yet like it's like it's like 3D right now. You see, like it's very inflated at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know those ones. Yeah, that money. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is, like some like just to educate, because a lot of people think that numbing creams is just like a like a straight um, plan to do. In reality, it's not, because sometimes people skins will react differently, and also could affect the artist myself, because their skin can turn really rubbery. It turns into like a weird texture sometimes, mm-hmm. and also when when we're hitting your skin with ink and it's like in that weird texture it can really affect the way the tattoo will heal out so that's why some a lot of artists won't advocate for numbing cream because it can turn like a portrait into something wonky you know yeah Yeah, because the way the way the ink is 
it's not gonna sit properly on the, yeah. the skin is what you say. Because that numbing cream absorbs into your skin, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it could act as as a barrier. So sometimes the needles or even the ink won't even flow properly. Mm-hmm. How do you feel them. about people being sedated getting tatted? So yeah, so Ganga, Ganga ink or Ganga tattoo down in LA, they do that. Like I know they did that with Lil Dirk, Lil Uzi. Mm-hmm. Sedated. Honestly, yo, I think they paid over. I think they paid like six figures. To get sedated and then get blasted by like four different artists. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of doing that in the Philippines, man. I wouldn't do that, man. Yeah, so bro, I would just take the pain. Much, bro. Yeah, they yeah, paid. Yeah, it's very expensive yeah. to get sedated. Yeah, they, they paid like I think like I think Lil Uzi paid two hundred k or something like that. Oh that's my crazy. gosh, just to get tattooed, man. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a whole. That's like that's that's a G wagon, bro. Yeah. yeah. For real. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Yeah, because like when I was in the Philippines, like I was thinking, I was like, okay, I want to finish like my whole leg done. But, like, since I don't want to feel the pain anymore, I have, like, you know, like, I have ants in the Philippines that are, like, surgeons mm-hmm. and stuff. So, like, I was just going to ask them to sedate me. And then I was going to hire, like, three tattoo artists to just blast my whole leg. Yeah. So, you know, so I don't have, so I could just be, like, asleep and woke up and just be, like, oh, sweet, I have a full leg sleeve, you know. And I'll just worry about it later, you know, because, like, you know how your skin just going to inflate mm-hmm. and stuff. And, like, the aftercare, yeah, that's the. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's different. I think it's really interesting because every country, the way they do things is really different with um, tattooing. Because, you know, tattooing, you got to hold it to, like, a higher standard. You got to hold it to a different right uh, respect. I know a lot of, like, I learned a lot from European artists and Filipino artists. And the way they treat it is, like, it's a truly an art, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's, like, I, I'm not trying to be weird, but, like, it goes down to a deeper connection with them. And that's kind of how I get down, like, with my stuff. Um, but the weird influence with, like, some American artists, and, you know, here. Do you know, like, you know uh, what it's called, how Filipinos were labeled, like, back in, like, the 1800s? What was it? Filipinos were labeled as, like, the, they're called, like, the the marked people. Because every single every single tribe in the Philippines had different tribal tattoos. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so, like, it's kind of crazy how you say that, because mm-hmm. it's actually, like, in our history, you know, as yeah, Filipinos yeah, and stuff. That's right. Like yeah. when, um, like the conquerors and stuff, when they would set sail to the Philippines, mm-hmm. they would just see all tatted men. And yeah, they named us like... Yeah, the, the Mark people. The Mark people. Because, oh, yeah, yeah. because everyone in the Philippines was tatted. Like, let's say if you're from like Cebu, you have different tattoos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you're from like a, a different area, you know, like, like, even like Lapu Lapu was tatted. Even uh, we you do know? have that national treasure, that lady. Um, yeah. yeah what's, it, what's her name? Wang Old. Yeah. yeah. My mom got tatted oh, by. Yeah. Have, you, have you heard of her? Yeah. She's yeah. like my uh, like my coach got tatted. My coach got tatted by her. Yeah. yeah so, so I yeah. think that's my dream. Like. My, yeah, but Mama got tatted by by uh by but, her niece. Yeah. Her yeah she's, because she's, uh, uh, she stopped doing it now because she's like almost blind and stuff. Yeah, that's insane. Yo, tell them tell them what what she does, bro. Oh, but she yeah. does after uh before yeah. so before she tats you up, mm-hmm. she grabs your wiener. Oh you. yeah, <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah, so yeah. you know she just goes crazy. Yeah. So I bet you she gets just all right. Let me see this guy. Does she have a big schlong or a small? Schlong, you know yeah, yeah. what kind of tattoo is he? A real man or not a real man? You know what I'm saying? You no, know, I heard that you don't even get to pick the design. Yeah, you yeah, don't. you don't. Yeah, she don't. Just but that's kind of cool, man. Yeah. Like yeah. I would get that done. She'll read you. Yeah. Based on how yeah. My mom's but, tattoo looks yeah. cool, man. But from her, it's just um the signature like three dots now because she's too old right oh. but like um there's still like um daughters and like granddaughters that does yeah, but it, i yes. feel like i would her niece is the one that tatted my i like i would want her to do it you know that'd be yeah, even the three dots the three I'll, dots I'll bro i would get bro, it too, her bro. whole the whole area where she lived she turned that whole place around man like now it's like a whole tourist destination like people like you have to basically hike yeah. for 12 yeah hours. it's a trek bro yeah. to go there just bro. to go see her bro like yeah. everyone like that 
that whole part of like her area just became super like you know yeah. Yeah. yeah like they became basically like they're ju- they were just so accustomed to like being poor and stuff and at the minute like like a story came out that she's still like alive and she's like one of the last ones that does all these tattoos for everyone flocked to her and like yeah. that, that whole town is like it's saved now man basically just because of her which yeah. is so going back to uh some boxing stuff so since jake paul and uh you know fury's fighting who do you guys have i people are gonna think i'm crazy but i actually think tommy fury is gonna win this fight i think so too i want him to win you know it doesn't matter if people say it's rigged or not or nothing like yeah let's be real tommy fury he was like a you know a reality tv star Mm -hmm. but take again he's uh he's a tyson yeah that that name like yo. well if you lose and your brother is like the heavyweight champion on the world man like that's a disgrace yeah oh, we yeah, lose bro. to uh to jake paul but again but he, jake paul is well, nasty. Jake paul can box bro yeah, jake paul can box yeah, he's man. a real boxer he's nasty, out of bro. all uh, what do you okay what do you think about that whole youtube uh boxing thing as a boxer Honestly, yourself like because i want to know i don't think i don't think any of them will be world champions um oh no no okay do you think let me uh, let me re-ask you think this, this is good for the do, yeah do you think this is good for oh boxing? it's good for yo the thing is people didn't like it but i said it was good for the sport because once yeah. YouTube boxing like started picking up, like that gives more attention to all to all boxers, yeah. to all mm-hmm. fighters, right? Yeah, and but I feel bad for all like the like the the professional boxers that that are like, you know, they're just starting to come up and like they're not making that much noise. Oh yeah, yeah, you no, know. I guess. And then so, yeah. all of a sudden, like just a random, you know, like a random, like, yeah, or like uh, whatever, just basically just gets paid like you know like two m's or three yeah. m's real, like they haven't even did the ropes yet like yeah. some tiktok guys or whatever yeah that's what i'm I feel like it's a different market too Yo, that's bro. what yeah. i'm saying because yeah. the thing is ultimately boxing it it's not like most sports mm-hmm. right especially if you know you're you you have everything in life that's what i'm saying they're not none of them are going to be world champions in my opinion mm. but if you put in the work that's respect though mm-hmm. man yeah. we met a lot of boxers when we were in mexico yeah Remember, Mex- yeah, 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 yeah 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 you yeah, met bro. a lot of boxers man i think boxers are the only athletes where i feel like you know like i don't want to sound like you know like a, a super fan or whatever mm-hmm. or like a uh you know like a cheerleader for a boxer but like i was fangirling when i saw you're a you know what yeah, too, it's because i think they're the nicest athlete mm-hmm. they're very humble and they're very yeah. Like, oh yeah to themselves you know it's like they they kind of see people as people yeah mm-hmm. versus like y'all y'all like, know how i met javante davis one time you did i met yeah, I, there's a photo sick. on my instagram with him but mm-hmm. um i was supposed to go to, i went to the gym this day at um huff gym and down saga i didn't want to go sparring this day but i i said fuck i, I gotta do it I gotta, yeah. I gotta get my reps in i show up i see a bunch of guys in ovo all merch mm-hmm. founds out i find out he's doing an ovo photo shoot there oh no way. And i'm like that's cool man that's Gervonta davis right there right mm-hmm. and yo he was taking photos there and, and all that and i was sparring and he was like watching because he was doing a shoot like right beside the ring where i was sparring mm-hmm. and he was like watching and i was like oh shoot so did yeah. you turn it off or yo, what i look he turned it up for me the coolest boxer i have ever met is sean porter sean yeah, porter. Yeah, yeah, porter. Yeah, yeah, yeah sean porter was the the nicest guy his dad was the nicest guy yeah. so we were we were at the resort we we're in mexico and they had this WBC event, and everyone was there. Like, I think Mike Tyson was there. Uh, Lomachenko, we met Lomachenko. We met oh, Alexander yeah, yeah. Yusik, uh, Badu Davis. I think that was like a award ceremony or something, right? For yeah, the, yeah, yeah. All the WBC. Yeah, for the all WBC. There, yeah. And uh, who else yeah. was? Uh, WBC, uh, uh, Adonis. The yeah, Adonis. Adonis. Yeah, yeah. Adonis. And uh, yeah. 
uh, what's his name? Alexander Yusek. We met him, but he's cool. Yusek bro. is sick. Yusek yeah, is yeah. Mad Alexander dope, Yusek bro. was cool, man. And then, um, uh, at the time, Benavides. Yeah. Benavides let David? us. David yeah. yeah, I have a picture bro. of me and holding Brandon Benavides. Yeah, he's like, he's like this. He's like, oh, yeah. he was like 21 or 22 at the time. Yeah. And then he was like the world champion. Yeah, he was like a middleweight. He was a middleweight champion. He goes, yeah. he goes like this. He goes, oh, you want to carry it? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I want to carry it. Yeah. He's a, it's a world champion, you yeah. know? Bro, I never knew how heavy those belts were until yeah, I... They're, they oh, made it real. They're real, real gold. They're real gold, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, I, I have a picture of me like holding two belts like this. Yeah. And it was cool because like, Everyone thought that we were boxers too. When yeah. Because we, <laughs> we were like so tatted hard. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and people would be like, yo, can I get a picture? I'm like, yeah. why? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, they come in like, hey, so joke, like, are you guys bro. boxers? We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're part of the event. <laughs> but we were just there turning up. Yeah, we were there know, turning up all the time. Yeah, and Luigi was just sad because, you know. He hey, man. So that's all The whole reason of that trip was because he was on his Drake moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, man. Honestly, like I love how boxing, the definitely the culture hall turned up. I like yeah. that a lot. I really like that. Yeah, that's I pretty like cool, that. man. And like I said, man, like like look at Salt Poppy. That's my guy. Salt well, Poppy's yeah. good. Yo, you know? Yo, honestly, out of all of the YouTube or celebrity boxers, I think Salt Poppy's like. I he, think he could be the the most popular one because he'd like be most people. his personality is because hilarious, he, he, bro. Okay, he started off like fat and now he lost weight. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's no, still funny like, even you like think, um, you think know, the way he, he ever boxes. like fight um Jake Paul? Bro. Oh, that'd be sick. That'd be yeah, nasty. Yeah, yeah. that'd Probably be super like a sick. Year from now, you know? No, but I think isn't he too short? He, like, I don't, th- I don't no, know. If they're he in the he same fights at one eighty five. Yeah, but. I don't know, but bro, last the last uh, fighter he fought, like, bro, he's that, a big that guy's boy, pretty bro. Tall, bro. Oh yeah, you yes. know, but like one, two, boom. Well, that looked like uh, that looked like some Rocky moment when that yeah. that yeah. fight because that guy was like six foot two or whatever oh, yeah, tall yeah. he is. Bro, Manny Pacquiao's <laughs> been fighting like taller guys, bro. Yeah, he's yeah. The Margarito fight. Margarito fight. Margarito fight. Oh, bro, his oh, eye was just that was crazy. Crazy. What's your favorite Manny Pacquiao fight? My favorite Manny Pacquiao fight would definitely have to um be either margarito or what's it eric eric morales? yeah eric morales oh, oh man he lost in one of them yeah. i remember yeah. it was so sad <laughs> the eric yeah, okay let me tell you leo's favorite uh manny pacquiao fight ricky hatton we're chilling <laughs> we'll be like this we'll start watching boxing or whatever because like we love boxing mm-hmm. you know, we yeah. grew up on boxing and all that stuff <laughs> And every single time I see Leo searching up Ricky Hine versus Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, full fight, man. <laughs> like, full fight. I would watch you know? a full fight all I mean, time. I would watch it too, bro. That's an only two-minute video. Yeah, fight. That's <laughs> crazy. Oh, I watched the full fight, man. Yeah, the it's full like fight. three rounds. Yeah, the, it no, it's two, two rounds. Two rounds, yeah. I could tell you play-by-play play on what happened, bro. bro. Yeah, Even on the walk-ins, nice, everything. Because I watch it, I was like, man, this is one of my favorite fights. I don't know, because maybe I was, like, young. And I remember that yeah. memory of me, like... Mm. Yeah. Knock that guy yeah. out. You know, a sick fight too is George Cambosas versus Theofimo. That one was like yeah, one of the craziest fights in like fight. recent, you know, recent fights in my opinion. That my was opinion. that was definitely honestly the animosity in that fight was crazy. And yeah. I think, Super, bro. but that was also Teofimo's downfall though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that, yeah, it was straight out of a movie. Like, yeah, he got too arrogant. I think. Well, he, he was like, happened. he was like, you know, like. Well, he was undisputed though. That's yeah. Why it's crazy. Like he just no, coming off, coming off. Yeah, the Lomachenko fight. Yeah. He was like on top of yeah. the world, and he sees like George Gambosas. He's very like he's small. You know, he's not as big mm. as like. Manny Pacquiao trained with him. That's yeah. yeah. 
Bro, you can you can tell that yeah, you can tell that, you, can tell that you know right? the thing little... is like I felt bad because I know Lopez was going like he was going through stuff too in between the fights like he um like you know personal stuff mm-hmm. and then obviously his head got too big for that fight mm-hmm. he was winning that first round mm-hmm. all of a sudden this so guy gets got knocked, knocked down down, right? got knocked yeah, down yeah, in yeah, like yeah, the yeah. last few seconds I'm like no way man I think yeah. I'm gonna watch that fight again because that was yeah. crazy I listened yeah. to podcasts with uh George Cambosas and Joe Rogan mm-hmm. and George Cambosas was saying like. Man, like, he was going through personal stuff, too. I think he his grandfather passed away. Yeah, like, his grandfather. Yeah, yeah, like, three weeks before and stuff like that. And he was just saying, like, I'm ready to die mm-hmm. for this fight. And, like, it showed. Yeah. Like, that fight was sick, yeah. you know? You see, this is why I'm telling you, like, when it comes... It, 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 it even applies to all athletes, like... Well, with boxers, too, because you're putting your, you know, your health and life on the line. doesn't matter what personal stuff you go through. Once it's time to show up, you got to show up. Yeah. Well, yeah, isn't it crazy how like when we were kids, we would like look at athletes and be like, "Yo, what do they re- what What do they do outside of this?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because like now for sure, like you've seen like a bunch of athletes outside of the the ring or like basketball mm-hmm. players outside of like you know like like basketball. Like for sure, you've seen like NBA players or like football players like party partying it up mm-hmm. at the club and stuff like that. And like I I used to always just think of like. So what do you do these guys do after like games? And now that we're older and we see it, like it's just like, whoa, like that's like that's not what I thought of. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. they're normal, no. they're normal people, yeah. actually. Like yeah. I I got the opportunity to um tattoo an NFL draft prospect, mm-hmm. Chase Brown. Um, we did tattoo sessions back to back and like obviously we talked about, you know, his football career, but mm-hmm. Yo, for the most part, this guy was talking like a normal person. He would do talk about you know well, to be honest, like play video games, yeah, and play video like games, yeah. you know, all that stuff, yeah. like, you know, yeah. chill. To be honest, man, for me, like with all the athletes that I've ever ever encountered that are professional, boxers would be number one for me, with like the most humility and humbleness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's real. That's you real. Know? And then like second is football players. Mm-hmm. Football you know? players are cool, man. Football players like NFL players. Yeah, like, I've I've I met a lot of NFL players, and they are the most like nicest people and like they don't they don't walk into the room thinking that like everyone should know who i am yeah you know like the nba players uh Cause it, yeah i feel like it's yeah. because of the lifestyle that yeah comes, it's, it's know, a little iffy for it, me because like i have encountered you know? a lot of nba players and they're kind of you know like they're kind of like divas a little bit yeah no. like you're the 13th man on the bench boy and everyone thinks that like you want everyone to know you get what I'm saying? No, I get that. Like, like you're yeah. literally riding the bench, bro. Like, no one cares about you. Yeah. No. But like, you're out here acting like you own the whole place. Like, I've had that encounter, man. Yeah, you'll see that also, like, you in know? the gym when, like, for me, I'm, I'm, I've always been a quiet person, even when I'm training and such. Um, there, are, there are times where random kids would come into sparring. You know, they, you can tell they, they're acting all nice. They'll, tar- they'll talk. They'll bark. Mm-hmm. You know, and these, they're, they're not as nasty when it reflects on the ring. I've mm-hmm. seen that. I've dropped a few of them too, and it's crazy. Like, yeah, bro, that's dope. I feel like the person that talks the most is the one that. Oh that man, for uses, real. You know, unless you're Floyd Mayweather, because he's nasty. Yeah, Floyd yeah. Mayweather. Yeah. Yo, if you're gonna talk, you make sure you can back it up. Yeah, exactly, bro. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, like so. Like when I was meeting all these boxers and stuff, I was just like, so even uh, what's his name again? Uh, Bernard Hopkins. Bernard yeah, Hopkins. Yeah, so we had dinner with yeah. Bernard Hopkins. That was so cool, bro. Yeah. You know, we helped him get a shorty at the oh, dinner. Oh, really? Yeah. Because <laughs> I think yeah. I came, I came up to his table. I was like, "Yo, like, can I get a picture?" Yeah. <laughs> and at first he was like, "No, no, no." You know, like I'm, I'm out for dinner right now. Yeah. And then we're like, "Okay, whatever." You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And then we finished eating dinner, and then he came over. He's like, "Yo, I'm sorry, bro. Like, you know, like I'm, 
trying no, to get the man. shorty. And then he's like, yeah, let's do the pictures. We took the pictures. Bro, all these pictures, like, we're going to send it to Lauren so, you know, yeah, people so can see. <laughs> yeah, so but it's, see it's it. sick, you know? Yeah, because but he's like, a nice guy. Yeah, he's super nice, man. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, bro, like, this is Bernard Hopkins. You yeah, know? Bernard oh, yeah, Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. And, like, legend, like yeah. he has... Like, he just feel like he wants to be a part of the people, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. That's yeah, it. that's cool, man. Man. So, I'm would you guys, um, let's do a would you rather. Would you rather listen to hip-hop or R&B? Go ahead, Lance. R&B, bro. Why R&B? Because, you know, my favorite artist is, um, you know, The Weeknd, bro. Yeah. So, mm. you know, some Tory Lanez, you know, Chris Brown. Yeah. So those, are, those are classic. You know. How about you, Leo? I'm more of an R&B guy. I like wow. it. I'm an R&B guy because, you know, like every time I chill with my girl, it just sets the mood. You guys are loving men's, eh? You know? yeah. But, okay, your, mom, but so your mom said uh, you wanted to be that, you wanted that 50 cent life. No, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, every time I used to get in trouble in school, my mom would go in the office and he would, she would tell my principal, Oh, it's because all he does is listens to 50 Cent and he oh, wants this lifestyle, bro. <laughs> I'm like, why do you keep saying that, man? Like, my mom is so foreign. How about you, Kaelin? Yo, honestly, I'd rather... Yo, before, I used to be an RME guy. Yeah. Actually, I was like... I was low-key listening... Like, I was bumping One Direction and Justin Bieber when I was, like, younger, bro. Oh, oh I still do. Yeah, I still do. I was low-key do that in the shop. I used to have, like, an MP3 in, like, school and, like, yo, what are you bumping to? I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I gotta change it up. Like, yeah, change yeah, it up yeah. to something hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yo, but no, I'm a, I would rather listen to hip hop though. Hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, like, yo, honestly, I always listen to Polo like G. Like, what kind of hip hop? Polo G, mm. Lil Durk. Mm. I, I could say some of like Polo G's songs are like categorized as like, yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. some of them, like some of his collabs. Yeah. How do you yeah. feel about all this drill music stuff? All this drill music. Yeah. Like King yo, I don't, and, I don't know, man. Because like Rondo, yo, I'm sick and tired of seeing kids wearing tech fleece, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wearing the tech ski mask. Range, bro, I have so much tech fleece at my house, man. Bro, bro for uh, for me, like, I think I w- I'm gonna choose R&B too. Oh, really? Yeah, because I feel like I go I. When I was like in my twenties and stuff, I went through a lot of things, but they weren't even like that big. But R&B just helped me like go through them, you oh, know. I'm gonna put you guys on on the best, uh, what is it called playlist. It's called OVO Sound Radio, uh, episode 54. 54 yeah, oh, with Division. Really? Oh, Ooh. man, with Division. Oh. There's some like, old <laughs> RB in there. Bro, it's such a movie. Right? Yeah. Anytime, I'll play that. You know you know what they say about like certain men or certain fathers from Philippines? Mm-hmm. There's like the ones that are dogs, and then there's some that are like, they'll love, your, they'll love you. You're like pure lover men's only, you know? Yeah, no, that's the Filipino. Bro, I'm only a lover man to my girl, fam. Oh, for real. No one else, but I'm a dog to everybody, dog. <laughs> so if you want to test me, come test me anytime. Yeah. Yeah, you know where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I live, boy. Yo, my yo, my dad. I think my dad's a dog though, because like the thing is, I don't talk to my dad. My dad, but he bought a house back in Philippines. Mm-hmm. He actually got remarried. Kicked his kicked his mom out. <laughs> my grandmother out the house. Damn, oh, bro, that's what a madness. Dog. Oh, that's a mod, man, bro. He <laughs> just moved this, 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 this new thing. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, oh, bro, no way. Well, my dad is a dog too. He has three wives. Yeah, man. yeah, three wives. Yeah. 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 See, I told you. Yeah, you know, but he's, bro. My dad was a good dad, so yeah. He like he raised us to be basically like you know like not. Not take shit from anybody and basically. And be, I feel like he he like still be, be even though you ourselves. know like he actually raised us to actually like you know respect women you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. aside from like everything he's just like make sure that you know like you treat women the way they are so like there okay funny story at Anko right 
So me and Leo used to go to Ankle all the time, like clubbing. No, 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 no. Okay, this was like six years ago. <laughs> I'm sorry, Christina. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's the word? She was there. She was throwing hands. Oh there yeah, too, she was bro. throwing hands there too. So like this was like like six or seven years ago, but um, yeah, I remember one dude, like him and his like girlfriend or whatever, whatever it was. I seen this man punch the girl. Mm-hmm. I remember oh, this in girl. front of me. Oh, dead ass. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, you, you don't punch girls. Like, my dad taught me you don't punch girls. You know? Mm-hmm. So I punched them in the face. Yeah, bro. And, and like, bro. Was a bunch and of our I, guys, like, right behind Luigi. And, like, he had, like, three boys. Yeah, that he had three boys. Yeah. So I was like, yo, what are you going to do? I said, bro, she can't defend herself. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? And then, like, this guy was just, like, barking at him and his, like, three other friends. And I didn't know, like, Leo and, like, all my guys were, like, behind me. And then I look back and I saw them. I'm like, all right, bro, I'm good. I'm not getting jumped. <laughs> but like, th- those are the things that like my dad taught me. He's like, mm. you know, if you ever see anything wrong, like try to do the right thing. And I thought the right thing at that time was to punch a guy in the face. Oh, 100%. To see how, you know, mm-hmm. how can you punch a girl? Like, I think that's so stupid. Like, it's the, it's the dumbest thing ever. Like, because like a girl can't protect herself in a way where like, like a, a guy could protect herself in a sense you know in like mm-hmm. not obviously not all girls are like that yeah. you know like Ronda Rousey would probably beat my ass yeah um, you know real. what I mean but I'm just saying like <laughs> yeah. majority like you're supposed to be the one protecting your girl not the yeah. one beating her up yeah you know what I mean more like Amanda Nunes or something yeah right? exactly yeah. like you know that, what bro. I mean <laughs> 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 Ronda Rousey beating me no man okay uh let's do another uh would you rather would you rather um philippines or canada like living wise go ahead leo uh so for me like quality of life canada but mental peace philippines Mm -hmm. yeah i agree with that because we all lived in the philippines and obviously now we all live in canada but you know so we can kind of you know what I love about Philippines? They don't care about the outside noise. You yeah. Know? They love what they have in front of them. And I think they're they're so, all the people, they're content with what's in front of them, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I said that in the Tagalog podcast, actually. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know what's crazy, bro? Um, Like, I see, like, opposite, bro, you know? What? Like, the quality of life, I feel like, because I know Philippines like that, I feel like I, I could find it, like, way nicer in the Philippines. Only if I have, like, you know, the money. But then mental peace, I feel like, I have it here, bro. Really? Whoa. Yeah. Why do you say that? Cause, bro. Um, I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm still like, uh, pretty much connected to like Filipinos, you know, like, bro, negative comments and all that, mm. like, you know, social media. I'm still connected to them, bro. Mm. Just listening to all that, you know, hearing all that, it's like, bro, like, I don't like to live life knowing that I could just, you know, easily walk out my my street and like. Like, I no one cares a, about you, yeah, basically. Or, like, see a person that's, like, basically, you know, judging you. Mm. Here, bro, like, I don't know. It's probably because, I, you know, I, I live more more of my life in the Philippines than mm. here. Mm-hmm. That's why how I see it, you know? Yeah, maybe because just we, our upbringing is just very different because yeah. we grew up in Canada yeah. and you grow, grew up in the Philippines. Because mm-hmm. for us, every time we go to the Philippines, we're very, very excited because, like, we... We haven't been there yeah, in so long. we haven't been there in so yeah. long. I'm excited, too, but, like, you yeah. know... It's just uh, the opposite for me, bro. That's crazy. Because mm-hmm. uh, every time I go back, like what Kaylin said, you know, like, 
everyone in the Philippines seems to not mm-hmm. care about not necessarily like money or like how they make it and yeah. stuff like that, but they'll always be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. the saddest thing to me was like seeing like a homeless family and just like them walk and you know like I don't know where they're going, but they still had a smile on their face. Yeah, because they were all together. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Uh, have you ever seen this when you're in the Philippines, where there's a kid and he will get like a a tire from like a bicycle that's like already like flat, and he has a stick, and while he's walking. He just plays, yeah. plays yeah. with the tire. Yeah. We used to, we used we to used do to that do yeah. as a kid. Yeah. And yeah. like thinking about it, man, like that's like happiness to them. Yeah. yeah, I used to do that too. But like it's not that I can't, like my, my parents can't buy toys for me. It's just I thought it was fun because I was seeing all those kids like doing that. You but know? that just, it just shows how simple it is. Yeah. I know, you know, bro. Because like, yeah. yeah. like here, bro, like there are times that where even like with my nieces and nephews, like I want them to know what it feels like to go, like, you know, to go to the philippines because i feel like yeah like i spoil my nieces and my nephew i know mm-hmm. it, you know but i i make sure they know what it feels like to basically like not have the things that they have to basically no yeah like, you know we try to make sure that they know that this is this is like we're able to do this just because we're in the position to do this at mm-hmm. the moment but before we never had this stuff yeah well uh thank you guys for listening to our our fourth episode with uh caitlin and you can tell them about how they can reach you your instagram just look through this camera yeah for sure Uh, it's a pleasure to be on the podcast with the top tier boys today Uh, my name is callan uh you can find me on instagram of callan inc and i'm working out of hamilton ontario at ink temple tattoo studio uh tom your instagram uh, Kalanick. <laughs> <laughs> His name is actually Jordan, guys. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you, guys.